I always like to do the parsha. I know Purim is going to be our major void, but parshas ki tisa. Also, of course, Purim haba aleinu letoiva. Before we begin, I want to dedicate today's shir lezeicha nishmas, my dear uncle, whose yurt site is on Purim. Menachem Mendel Yitzchak ben Harav Moshe Zalman, his neshama shavaliyah. This is his first yurt site. And nebuch uh, lo aleinu. We learned about the terrible, terrible uh, terrorism that's happening in our country. Halel and Yigal, Yaniv, what, a, what, what amazing, amazing people. Uh, Ilan Genlis, uh, again, it's just, it's very, very difficult. We're in the month of Simcha, and to have to experience this, and this unfortunately continues with ramings and all these different things. And what's happening in Kali Yisrael, there's a pirud, it looks like there is a lack of achdus. Our Rav, Yerosh Kolel, Rav Bagno, uh, is sending out a message that he wants people on Purim Dafka to go to Tel Aviv and just knock on a door and give out a Shalach Manas and say, we love you. We're still Achim. That's, that's what we have in our religion. So why am I very happy? I'm very happy. So despite these, uh, these uh, difficulties, so we have to be happy. It's still other. So number one, I'm happy because it's my mom's birthday yesterday. So I dedicate this year for her as well. Uh, I know that she very much appreciates my Torah and is one of my few listeners on my Torah. <laughs> okay. um, but also, today is a very special day. I, I, I want to say only in Eretz Yisrael. It's a very unique Eretz Yisrael day. I don't know if you guys saw it yet. If you want, you can go outside and go to the Gan. You'll see this. Don't go in, please. And uh, that is, is that everybody's dressed up. Today's like almost Purim in Eretz Yisrael. Because, of course, tomorrow... Uh, you can't dress up a ton of sester. So today's dress-up day in, in our restaurant. And as we were going to, uh, so all my kids were, uh, my, my, my youngest son, the entire shop, I don't have a dress-up, I don't have a dress-up, I don't have a dress-up, it was very hard not to hit him. And um, it was very difficult. And uh, so finally, my wife, amazing, amazing wife, who, uh, who made him, he wanted to say, how about, I want to be black and white. So she took a black shirt and a white shirt and sewed it. It was a terrible night for her. Um, it's very cute to see how uh, everybody's dressed up in Eretz Yisrael today. Very, very funny. There was an Arab, uh, an Arab gardener worker. So as we're going, oh, look at that guy. It looks like an Arab gardener. Okay, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry bad one. Bad. Fine. So um, I want to say a, a avort that I always like to relate to the parish as well that I think is extremely, extremely important. And I think it's, it's it will, ch- I don't want to be, you know, dramatic, but I think it's going to change your Purim when you hear this idea. I heard the idea from Refrain Waxen. Before we do, We know that the Chayta Ego in this week's parsha, and we know that the parshas uh, relate to Purim, right? So we know that uh, always parshas true with Tzavah Tzavah is 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 now, and now um, we'll have this week this parshas Para as well, and we'll have the the parsha of Chayta Ego. Very difficult, and it's very interesting Chayta Ego and then parshas Para and the Chaper. Um, so the Briskarov, the great Briskarov, Rav Yitzchak Zev Halevi Salvechik posed a difficult question to one of his close disciples. Um, and therefore, he said, one of his students said, I don't understand something, in the, in the, in the, in the brisker style, Rav Yosef Dov Salavitri was very famous for this, Rav Yosef Dov was known to stop sheer if someone had a good question and he didn't have an answer, he said, okay, I'm leaving. It's a famous story, and then at 2 o'clock in the morning, he figured out the answer, he says, okay, get all the bachram, <laughs> or whatever, 12 o'clock, and they like everybody's sleeping in their pajamas. Like, what? Wait, how can people be sleeping? Somebody asked a question. I don't have an answer. So somebody asked a great question, and he said, "Rebbe," says to the student, "There can be no response to such a challenge that I made." So Rav Salvechik said, uh, "With all due respect, 
There's no such thing as an unanswerable question. I'm aware of only one question that I can't explain. And that is this week's parsha. Moshe asks Hashem, after the sin of the golden calf, to forgive B'nai Yisrael. The Midrash Rabbah so beautifully. Wow, what a Midrash Rabbah. I have it here. The Midrash Rabbah quotes the gorgeous story of what happened, the disuels, if you can, I don't want to say, but the conversation, if you will, the fight, if you will, between the Rabbanu Shalom and Moshe Rabbeinu, where the Midrash tells us how after the sin of Chet Ego, we know what, so what happened, Moshe Rabbeinu comes down and breaks the luchos, Hashem says to Moshe, how can this happen? We're descendants of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Let's destroy all the Jewish people. He's, he, he's telling him, and this is, can you imagine this happened? Dover Achar. Zachar Avram, Amar Rabbi, Ziva Amar Rabbi Yoshua, Amar Moshe, Ribon Oilamim, Abba Soilam, Hayut Sadikim, Risham, Efrisha, Behem. What are we doing? How can you do that? How can you destroy the nation? Oisa Chesed La'alofim. We are Zerah Avram Ovi. How can it be? How can you destroy the Jewish people? And we know, famously, Parshat Tzavah doesn't have Moshe's name in it. Because he says, erase my name from his Sefer Achah, Sefer Achah. So Tzavah, we don't, we don't put his name in to show that he, he loved us so much. How can you do that? How can you not remember Avram, Yisak, Yaakov? The Midrash says, if a table stands with three legs, he says, it's not... <laughs> What are we doing over here? And Hashem, Kiviyachal, did not have an answer to Moshe. He said, you spoke well. You said good, as we like to say in Yeshiva's voice, you know. And therefore, he teaches us the Yud Gimel Midas. And we live by that. Tomorrow morning, we'll be saying this. Hashem, Hashem, Karach, Mechana. So the first Gerav said, how can you explain what happened over here? Hashem promises you would never destroy us. We have the rain, but what's going on over here? I can't explain it. It's the essence of everything that we are is tshuva. And in fact, we know the famous words, what was the Chet Ego? For example, Rashi and the Rambam, it was Mamish Chet Avodazar, Mamish Kamoshu. They were corrupted by Mitzrayim. Nebuch is going to take them 40 years to get Mitzrayim out of them. And they did Avodazar, they saw Avodazar in Mitzrayim. Shkoyach. They have an Ezra, the Rambam's Pshat. It wasn't really Avodazar. They thought Moshe Rabbeinu died, because that's what they saw, that's what the uh, bad malachim showed them. And they needed an intermediary. They thought that's what you need, so they made an eagle. And then a very interesting, Kuzari said, it was a semel right? They need something physical to, to, to show. All they knew is physicality, that's what they saw. Vodazara is in the Mitzrayim. It wasn't a Vodazara at all. But what was wrong with it? Yeah, we're going to have a Mishkan. We have... We have Thing the Rabbanu Shalom allows us, but that's only B'tzivu Yahashem. You can't make up your own thing. Famously, you can't make up your own, uh, you can't do that. But each of them had an issue with it, obviously, a Vodazar being the worst. But we know we always have tshuva. And even though B'nai Yisrael was in the darkest place possible, they almost got destroyed. Rabbi Yisrael, listen to this medrash. This briskerov said, how is it possible? How are you talking? I thought that's the whole thing of a Jew. A Jew can't be destroyed ever. I thought we believe as Judaism believes that in the darkest of times, doesn't matter. We can get out. 
doesn't matter how much we fall in Saibi Hashem, doesn't matter. That's what he doesn't understand. And to that, I think that's the Iker message of this holiday. We know the famous Gemara. If you don't mind, I'll quote you the Gemara inside. The Gemara says, on Peches, on Shabbos Peches, I don't know why that. Yeah. So, we know this famous concept, Kafar Aleim Harakigigif, that during the times of Matan Torah just a few weeks ago, we all said Nasev and Nishma, Parshas Mishpatim, not really. <laughs> not really. It wasn't as it seems. Uh, it's a very strange Gemara. What happened? It says, Kafar Aleim Harakigigif. That we didn't accept the Torah in the appropriate way, if you will. Amazing. Great. You're going to die. What would you do? Guy puts a gun to your head. And he says, tell me you love me. Uh, okay, I love you. What, 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 what? So then the Gemara continues. The Gemara says, That we know, that it wasn't until the time of Achashverosh and time of Purim that we accepted the Torah be'ahava kimu v'kiblu. So, Esther, fine waxman, and a gorgeous question, which obviously is such a good question. Seriously, you're telling me it wasn't until the time of Achashverosh that there was no ahava of the Torah? Does that give you an example? Look at the time of Shlomo Melech. Each tachas te'enoi, right? Each person went according to their ways. It was, it was shalva v'achva v'reyus. It was a time of beauty. Suda shloyva b'shata, the food of that time. You can't compare it to what it was. So how can you say this? V'yoshev Yehuda v'yisrael v'betach, ish tachas gufoi. During the time of Shlomo, there was Achva, the Reos, there was no Milchava, there wasn't Jews fighting about reforms. There was no Ahava then? There was no Ahava Zaylam? I don't understand. He basically, the whole world recognized the Revolution. Everybody was chalashing to come up, not Jews to come into the base of English. I don't understand. So says Rav, Waxman, there has to be more over here. So what is it? It's interesting. The Pasuk that's used to prove that we accepted the Torah anew on is what? Kimu the Kiblu. Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar. Kimu Masha Kiblu Kvar. So we learn the Gemara in Megillah something quite interesting. On this Kimu the Kiblu, really. We learn that the Amr Shmuel, Esther Beruach Hakodesh Nemra. There's a whole Shaila. How, how, how is it that Megillus Esther reached? Well, that's a big Shaila. That's what Gemara talks about, right? How is it that it's, it's part of it's part of a Megillah? It's a Megillah. It's part of Tanakh. Well, that's so quite interesting because she wrote a Beruach Hakodesh Nemra. She wrote a Beruach Hakodesh, and therefore Tosafos talks. Therefore, Tumas Yadayim and different different things. Good. How can it be? 
What does it mean? So we know it's Menashemayim. Kimu lamala mashakibu lamata, says the Gemara. It was a Kabbalah because it was written Baruch HaKadosh, the Rabbanu Shalom accepted it and said, yes, this is, this is very, very special. So Tosos says, Rav accepts these words, but we just learned words before, Kimu mashakibu. We thought, we, what's going on over here? The Gemara in Shabbos, which Rav, Rav agrees with and says, Kimu v'kibu, now it says over here, oh, because it was Baruch HaKadosh. So if you look in the, in the Megillah, we see there's a creek sieve. Kimu mashikiblu. It seems that the Torah that was accepted on Har Sinai was Be'ishachad Be'levachad. It was the Kimu. It was Kibu Be'ava Be'achtus. And this appears to be an individual acceptance. And that individual acceptance of the Torah is the key to this answer. It wasn't Ki'ishachad. Comes along Rav Sadok. Rav Sadok says, of course, Rav Sadok, according to Yibu Blin, there are two types of Yeshuas. The Yeshua that we know so well is the Rebbe Shalom takes us Mi'avdus L'cheirus. He takes us out, like the times of Mitzrayim, Nisim V'niflois. But then he says that there are times where it's obvious that the darkness of the light, there was darkness and now there's light. But then there's another time. Where Hashem takes us out of darkness, not necessarily to such light. What do I mean? What happened after the story? We learned, right, when the, right, the, the last psukim, and Ahasuerus made a masa kolam. We weren't avadim after Mitzrayim. We were avadim to Parvah Mitzrayim, now avadim to the Rabbanu Shalom. But what happened after the times of the Megillah? Ah, we're still avadim to who? We to Ahasuerus. We're still, so what are we taken out of? Says Rav Tzadok, that is Gam Ki'elech Begeit Samovis. It's that time that we're with the Rabbanu Shalom in the darkness. Ki'ato Imadi. I walk in the shadow. This is unfortunately has been overused in movies and stuff. The guy's about to get shot and he's on the floor and he says in, in English, the, you know, I walk in the valley of death. But that's, that's in the ultimate form of darkness. You see the Rabbanu Shalom. I must point out at the Leviah of the Yaniv Nebuch of Halel and Yagel of the Igra, who's I believe related of the of, of based in Be'er Sheva so he said, they asked me just to read a parak, but I can't just read a parak, he said. Because they asked me to read Gam Kielech, we know we read this at the Nebuch, at, at the Leviathan. Hashem, Roy, Lo Yechsar, Minois Desh, and Yad, we say that Gam Kielech, and we say Because well, what's the parak before that? Kaylee, Kaylee, Lama Azavtani. Who's that? That's Esther. Esther recognized, and she said, even in the darkness, Kaylee, Kaylee, Lama Azavtani. And what's that called? Ayel Sashachar. That's the time of Mashiach when we're in the darkness of all darknesses. That's when we see the Rabbana Shalom. When we see terrorist attacks in Eretz Yisrael, when we go to a, a Levi, we see a Levi. How can it be? When, when an American from Connecticut, with such hope, he probably would have been one of the great thinkers of our generation, what he could have brought to Eretz Yisrael. For what? 
That's the story, says her waxman of Purim. The darkness, we see Hashem. Why? Because Purim is the time that even the darkness, we see the Rabbanu Shalom. That's at the Mashiach. Every morning, we say Ava Rabba, but we know there's also Ava Zoylam. Ava Rabba is the daytime. That's not the Ayelis HaShachar, the time of Mashiach. That's Ava Rabba. Wow, there's amazing love. Ava Zoylam is, there's love. I, I just don't, I don't see it exactly the same way. We were involved in Dachashverosh. We don't say Hallel. One of the reasons why we don't say Hallel. There wasn't a complete miracle, but there was a realization in darkness that the Rabbanu Shlomazer Kiam Kielech Begeit Zamovis. That's Purim, seeing Hashem. So why isn't it Ishechad Kilevechad? Why isn't it Achdos? Because everybody sees Hashem differently in darkness. I've said this a million times. I just don't understand how it's possible. The Rabbanu Shlom picks in these attacks. You hear this mom, the way that she talks. The way Mrs. Yaniv talks about, she, she, she's very, very involved in, in, in her community in Harbacha with the youth. And she says, you can't, don't despair. It's okay, the Rabbanu Shalom's with us. They had an interview, I, I couldn't believe the interview. And the father says, wait, just one thing you have to tell everyone. This is obviously going to go to the world and certainly go out to Israelis, both religious, not religious, all types. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me 21 years of my son. Wow, thank you, Hashem, so much. Who can say that? In the darkness, see the Rabbanu Shalom. It's a private. When you're having a bad day to be able to wake up, it's a private thing. I can I can come up to you all you want to go, no, no. Oh, thanks, I forgot. No, it's a private thing. Only you can do it. You can't. Something I can't share. That's how they're kibluvim. Time of Shlomo HaMelech was Nisim from the Flores. This was the time of Hester Panim. To see the Rabbonu Shalom and Hester Panim? Oh, that's amazing. Hashem privately revealed himself to each person. The Hester Panim. Bishvilini of Olam. I am important in this world. I'm unique. The uniqueness. That's a Kabbalah Satoira. We live in a generation, Nebuch Lo of suicide. People don't believe in themselves, their uniqueness. It's a sickness, it's a sickness it's so sad. It should be on the same level as the sickness of, of cancer, because that's what it is. We should treat it in the same way. We should give money, we should donate money to the same way. But we have to see ourselves in our unique way. That's why Yehudim Haisa Oyrivisimcha. To see the or, even when it's just Avas Oyrivisimcha. We need the darkness, it's the night. And maybe that's the Adelo Yada. Excuse me for a moment. I don't know exactly what was just said here. But maybe the reason why we could have a little bit of wine, because we know what happens when we drink a little bit, just a little bit, changes us a little bit. We become a little bit, it's more of a little bit of a Yeshua. We're, we're not ourselves in a good way, we're not ourselves. Not getting drunk, Chas And that's what the Manos Halevi, which we never heard of until Baal Chadoidi tells us, until we know about Achva Reyes and why we could maybe give candy instead of a real Shalach Manos, not to your Rebbe, of course, to me, I'm saying, you should give me a real Shalach Manos and not pe- Pepsi Max. The Manos Alevi says, Lasson, Ritzoin, Ish, Ish. He said, Achashverosh had the Suda. We start off, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Aleph. They're sitting at the Suda, the Jews, with the Mahajim and the Mahajim, but that's of Persia. Eid the Chareid the Shil Persia, the greatest Hashkachas ever. 
and they're eating there. He said there was one thing missing from the Suda. One thing that Megillah tells us there wasn't. There was no music. Interesting. Because Achashverosh was there, Dafka, to tell the Jewish people, your Mashiach will not come anymore. There will be no base Amigdash be rebuilt. It's not happening. It's over. But you know what? You can be your own people. And each person get the meat the way you want it. Oh, you go to a restaurant and you pay, you know, for the steak. I'm so, so upset because I thought it was a joke, but my friend told me it's not. Excuse me, I'm not going to say the word of the restaurant, the name of the restaurant, but there's a re- restaurant somewhere. I'm not going to say where it is, but in that town, there's a lot of lakes and there's a lot of woods, right? <laughs> and this restaurant, you know, maybe they put a little bit too much pepper, no, maybe salt, on things. Okay, fine. $999 for, uh, for a Shalchmanos that's selling, Rabboni Shalchmanos. Unless I get it, then it's okay. But what happens when the steak, what do these ladies say to you? How would you like your steak? Ah, I feel good about myself. I'm a medium world type of person. I'm a medium rare. That's what happened at the Suda. You picked the steak that you want. You ate it the way you want. You didn't get just some wine. No, what wine do you want? I'm going to get you the wine that you want. But what's the problem with music? You're having a great time, and then, oh, guess what? They play music. Oh, I hate this artist. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, it's, th- it's them? Oh, what are you playing Uncle Moshi for? I'm not an Uncle Moshi fan. Whoa. Oh, do a leap. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, come on. They didn't have silent DJ in those days. You know, maybe they would have had a silent... Everybody could listen to their own music. What was it? Because Akashverish was saying, be your own person. Be your... There's one thing that we have to end with here. There's a big difference of Purim. We have to see the Rabboni Shalom. Even in the darkness, the Rabboni Shalom is there. That is the whole essence of the holiday of Purim. That is the whole essence of the times that were in Rabboni Shalom. Nebuch, Nebuch. Yes. Even in difficult times in Eretz Yisrael. We have to see the Rebbe Shalom, but it has to be Ba'achdus. Because the greatest, greatest symphony will be, as Rav Salvejik says, in the times of Mashiach where everybody plays their own, they're going to play their own tunes. Salvejik says so beautifully, he goes, I'm not a musicologist, I didn't even know that was a word. He said, but I was once sitting at a symphony, and the man next to me who was a professional who knew everything, he says, I bet you're Rav Salvejik, I bet you, you could hear what I hear. You hear how the violin that's being played in, I don't know, 85 different instruments, uh, you hear the violins off, you could hear. The woman who was playing the violin, she didn't tune it appropriately. You hear it. Of course you couldn't hear. Because I'm not a musicologist. I don't. But in a symphony, everything, if it's appropriate, it's, that's us as Jewish people. Because there's someone sitting here, wow, they're great at chesed. Somebody here is great at, great at Gemara. Somebody here is great at Mishnah. Somebody here is great at Tefillah. Somebody here is, is a great son. That's what we have to be, the achtos. Each of us join a symphony. That's what tefillah is about. But it's individual. That's why we have the silent shon esrei. That's all, that's all about us. And then we, have the, we take all the tefillahs and we bring them up to the Rebbe Shalom. That's what Purim is all about. Recognizing the Rebbe Shalom and gam ki elech of us. That's what this is about. The Briskorov couldn't understand how it's possible that as an individual we can't do tshuva because we can always do tshuva because the Rabbanu Shalom says, Gam even when you do a chedegel, I'm going to accept your tzfilos and bring you back. That's the Rabbanu Shalom. That's amazing. And that's why Purim is such a happy holiday. Because even when we're in the dark of Gullus, when things appear to be so difficult, ah, the Rebbe Shalom is on our side. 
that this should be the ultimate kimu kiblu. And the darkness that we're in now, when we see Nebuchadnezzar Aleinu, kids, Rahman kids dying, being murdered, and B'nai Yisrael seemingly not getting along with each other, we should be zeicha that we should get out of this darkness for the ultimate Laihudim Haizal Uruvah Simcha of Mashiach Sidkeinu Amen.